1: Yes, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. It is Trades News in a Nutshell. It is Thursday morning, the 22nd of September, 2022, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ q Q693 AM in Queensland, and SCN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. Daniel Pedgrew with you for the next hour before breakfast with Vossie and Brandy through SCN 1170 AM. And Padden Heels through SCN Q693 AM and SCN 1620 AM. Number the same as always, 1300 01 1170. You can text 0457 736736. It is Thursday morning, uh, a couple of days ahead of a big, big weekend. And of course it is Uh, For people that are working, uh, it's a bit of a weird one, but it is a public holiday today. So if you're lucky enough uh, to have the public holiday off, uh, I know a lot of people are still uh, out at work today, but there will be a few that are off. So if you are lucky enough to have the public holiday off, enjoy it. If you are up and about, though, on this Thursday morning uh, and you're lucky enough to be going to work, and that's what we all want to be doing on this public holiday, um... Let me know what you're up to. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or 1300 one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let me know what you're doing on this Thursday public holiday if you're in Sydney. Uh, not sure about up there in Brisbane, but if you're in Sydney and you are heading out early. Uh, this morning, be very careful on the roads. It is pouring down in Sydney uh, this morning. Rain expected to last most of the day as well. So be careful out on the roads. Uh, plenty to get through today. Chris Perkins will join me in about 15 or so minutes as well from America. We will throw at him. If you were listening yesterday, there was a bit of talk about uh, the NRL taking a game to Chicago. Melbourne versus Manly to open up next year's season season. Uh, we spoke to, it was Eddie from Brisbane that gave us a call in the open line. We'll get Chris's take on whether the NRL or the AFL uh, would a- ever really work in American market. And we'll get his thoughts on what's happening in America and the weekend of sport coming up. Of course, uh, we will continue our weekend forecast tomorrow as well uh, with Charlie Goodser and also John Gallo. Plenty of news floating around as well. So let us get on with the show. It's two and a half past five.
0: The Hot Topic, thanks to Ream. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ream.
1: Yeah, does your hot water need replacing? Get one that's steady, hot and strong. Ask your plumber to install a ream. All one right, 1-300-01-1170 or 457 Now, lots of news floating around in the world of rugby league, AFL as well. Now, we've got the grand final in... Uh, just a couple of days' time. But that story out of Hawthorne, shocking. Tennis as well, Roger Federer, uh, and plenty more. uh, And also some football and soccer on tonight. Uh, However, we're going to start off with this. And this is on the back of the news story uh, that you may have already seen this morning, uh, that the bright lights of movie making could prevent South Sydney co-owner Russell Crowe personally witnessing uh, the Rabbitohs make historic back-to-back grand final appearances. Now, South prepare to face Penrith in the preliminary final on Saturday night it is revealed that crow will be watching an island on Sky sports due to his commitments with making his latest blockbuster now the Oscar winning fil- Oscar winner is filming uh, the Pope's Exorcist in Ireland uh, where he has set up camp in a mansion formerly occupied by fellow Oscar winner Matt Damon now according to the Sunday world crow is outlaying more than twenty thousand dollars per week. Uh, to stay on the seaside digs, a three-story villa which was built around 1840 and is considered to be one of Dublin's finest homes. $20,000 a week. Uh, nice if you get it. Uh, it's not the only price he is paying, though. Crow's been prevented from watching South stroll through the final weeks of the season and could yet miss a premiership if the Rabbitohs can make it past the Panthers at a court Stadium. Now he will be in Ireland this week and plan to watch the game on Sky Sports. The chances of he- him heading back for the grand final are slim to none, given the cost it would take to halt filming. Industry experts claim the average cost of making a feature film is between 100 to $150 million. Um, and, of course, missed last year due to uh, the travel restrictions as well, um, where he was based. I think he was based in Thailand at one point in time, and obviously borders were closed, and thankfully that's all behind us. But question, What's well, a sort of a two-part question. It can go either way. On the back of this Russell Crowe story, on 1-300-01-1170 or 0457-736-736, what sporting event, uh, sporting event have you missed to attend something? Or what event have you missed to attend a sporting event? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 11 A bit of fun for you on the th- this Thursday morning. On the back of that Russell Crowe story, doesn't look like he's going to be able to make it. Definitely won't be here for their game this weekend. And if they are to upset the patterns he won't be there for the grand final, it seems either. So what event have you missed to go to a sporting event? Or what sporting event have you missed to go to a social engagement. There's there's so many you could choose from, but I'm really interested to hear. I know people that uh, – I always find it weird, and apologies if you do do this, but uh, I always uh, find it weird for people that schedule weddings uh, during NRL final series or AFL final series. Um, September weddings are a no-no, especially, I mean, if you're listening to SEN, you'd agree with me, I'm sure. Uh, so what have you missed? In terms of sporting event, or what sporting event have you missed to attend a social engagement? One 1170 or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. A few years back. Um, and I can safely say he will not be listing um, at this time in the morning. So I think I'm safe to say this. A few years back, and he knows it anyway. A few years back, a mate of mine uh, was getting married. I think it was back in 2019, and he scheduled it for September. Um, and back then, I was calling the New South Wales Cup in a, another place, um, and he was getting married. I think it was I think it was preliminary. It was the Saturday of the preliminary final of the New South Wales Cup. Uh, it was a 3 p.m. game. Um and his wedding was at 230. Um, so I had to end up calling that New South Wales Cup game because I've been calling it all year, and then uh went to uh the thing at night. But uh yeah. Scheduling weddings during finals, oh, I don't get it. O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, what sporting event have you missed thanks to an event, or what event have you missed? By going to a sporting event, oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. A bit of fun with that this morning at seven past five. Now, uh, news yesterday about uh, Sydney Roosters player Joseph Suwali uh, joining uh, Payne Haas and withdrawing from Kangaroos selection. However, uh, it is not the same. Payne Haas has decided uh, to not play the World Cup at all. While uh, Suwali has a decided he'll be pledging his commitment to Samoa for the upcoming tournament. Now, he personally called Kangaroo's coach Mal Meninga on Tuesday to inform him of his decision before confirming that he had made the agonising call to commit to Samoa over Australia out of desire to honour his family. He said, for family reasons, I have decided to pledge my alliance uh, to Samoa for the upcoming World Cup. This has been one of my, the most difficult decisions of my career, I've been humbled by the respect shown to me and my family by Kangaroo's coach, Mel Meninga. I personally called him on Tuesday to let him know of my decision. I can't thank him enough for considering me, but this is about more than football. This is about respecting my family and the sacrifices they have made for me throughout my career. My grandparents still live in Samoa, and I'm looking forward to honoring them and my parents by pulling on the Samoan jersey. One day, I hope to play for Australia. I truly believe Samoa can do great things at this uh, year's World Cup, and I can't wait to be a part of it. So it is a blow to uh, melvin Inga. I'm sure he would have been in the squad, um, but uh, in the end, at the end of the day, uh, he's chosen to play for Samoa now. This comes on the back. Uh, there's a lot of big name players that are going to be playing for Samoa at this year's World Cup. So, uh, Panthers' backs, Bride Tu'o, uh, Stephen Crichton, Isaac Tago, Jerome Luai, and Taylor May, will dominate the back line. Uh, so, Ali or Crichton will start at fullback. So, the likely lineup, just before we get your thoughts on this, the likely lineup for Samoa uh, will be Joseph Ali at fullback, Bride Tu'o, Stephen Crichton, Isaac Tago, Taylor May, Jerome Luai, Anthony Milford, Josh Papali, Famanu Brown, Junior Paolo, uh, Jaden Sua, uh, Luciana Loli, uh, Leilua, Josh Eloi, um, and Francis Molo, Marty Tapau, Aaron Clark will be there as well. Uh, Hamasai Tapao will be there. David Nofaluma, part of the extended squad. So that is a really, really good squad in this year's World Cup. A couple of things to come out of this as the anticipation does build for the World Cup. That begins in just over three weeks' time. It begins Sunday, uh, well, Saturday, 15th of October. Uh, So it's only uh, just over three weeks' time, just a couple of weeks after the grand final next weekend. A couple of things about this. Um, Firstly, uh, and I saw uh, there's been some debate about it on social media. Uh, There was talk about it last night. On NRL 360, Mel Meninga has also come out and said, we have to have a look at these uh, rules about uh, these players. And he's got no issue with uh, these players making that decision. But at some stage, there has to be some rules about this. Now, because he has chosen to play for Samoa, he will still be able to play state of origin when and if he is picked. And you'd imagine it's only a matter of time. He was part of the squad uh, this year. Um, does there, and I know we had the discussion earlier on in the year, does there have to be... Um, a situation where we now look at teams, not just Australia, New Zealand and England, but teams like Tonga and Samoa. If you want to play for those teams, you cannot play state of origin. Um, I think it's very different if you're a player, not so much like Ali, but uh, a player who may be 19 or 20 and may one day play origin, but want to play for And Italy or USA or something, I think that's different. Because with all due respect to them, they're no chance of winning the World Cup. But you look at the teams now, there's really five big chances. Uh, Throw Papua New Guinea in as well. There's probably, but definitely five big chances to win this year's Rugby League World Cup. And also... The way the draw, and I'm not sure if everyone is aware of this, but the way the draw has been laid out for this year's Rugby League World Cup, Australia and New Zealand, all things being equal, um, and you never know, but all things being equal, Australia and New Zealand will meet in the semi-finals, and England will be on the other side of the draw alongside Tonga and Samoa, I believe. So all of a sudden, your favourite is still probably Australia or New Zealand, but because they can't meet in the final... You're going to get one of these other teams, England, Tonga, Samoa, in the final at Old Trafford in about seven or eight weeks time. Um, So this year's World Cup more wide open. And because they are on the same side of the draw, Australia and New Zealand, you've got to think that there is a big chance for one of these other clubs or one of these other teams, one of these other nations to win the World Cup this year. So 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 three hundred o one eleven seventy. As I said, I don't have any issue with him playing for Samoa. I think um, anything to grow the international game. You've got to remember as well that International Rugby League has been on the back burner ever since the beginning of COVID. Um, we've had uh, basically three years without, without any International Rugby League. And now we're going to get a smorgasbord of it from the 15th of October up until the final, uh, which from memory is on uh, the 18th of November or there or thereabouts. So 0457 736 736. Is it about time we have a look at these rules? Should these players be allowed to play for another nation and still be allowed to play state of origin? Especially if they're talking about teams like Samoa. O four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred O one eleven seventy. As I say, the rules are the rules at the moment, and I have no issue with him doing this. But of course, if they were to change the rules, if he was to pledge uh, to play for Samoa, which again, no issue, but he wouldn't then be able to play state of origin. Do they need to change those rules, or are you happy with the way it is? Do you think international rugby league still needs to grow to a certain extent um, that? we should be able to bend the rules a bit. Happy to hear your thoughts. Either way, 0457 736, 736 or 1300 01 three hundred oh one eleven seventy. So that's just some of what's on our agenda today. There's a lot floating around, of course, in the world of AFL as well. We will get to that. Uh, some football, soccer on tonight interesting story about the Tigers and Parramatta and Mitch Moses we'll get to as well. 0457 or 01 1170. So on the back of this Russell Crowe story, uh, what sporting event have you missed to attend a social engagement or what social engagement or something important in your life have you missed to go to a sporting event and what sporting event uh, was it? And uh, should there be a change in the rules? Should... uh after on the back of Joseph Ali pledging uh, that he's going to play for Samoa in this year's Rugby League World Cup. Should there be a change in the rules and should he not be allowed or players that do this not be allowed after maybe this year's World Cup to place State of Origin if you do want to commit to these other nations. 0457 736, 736 or 01 1170. Some text there. I'll get to them in a second. Plus, we'll have a chat with Chris Perkins in America next. It is quarter past five. This is Tradies News in a Nutshell Thursday morning. Nineteen past five. This is traders' news in a nutshell. On this public holiday, Thursday, if you're up and about though, uh, whatever you may be doing, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Let me know oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I'll get to your text shortly. Uh, asking a couple of questions. We'll get to in a sec. One, I'm actually going to throw at Chris Perkins in just a second. Just before Chris, uh, though. Um, It's interesting, Roger Federer, of course, announced last week uh, he is going to retire. Well, he's going to play his final match of his illustrious career in doubles alongside Rafa. What a great way uh, to go out. Um, He he was asked if that would appeal to him yesterday, and he said, of course, no doubt, uh, for us to go through a career That we both have had, and to come out on the other side and being able to have a nice relationship is maybe a great message to not just tennis but sports and maybe even beyond. So, we know he announced his retirement last week at the Labour Cup uh, after the Labour Cup in London. Uh, He will only be able to compete in doubles due to uh, the surgery he had on his knee. So, he'll play only one match on Friday. So, tomorrow, uh, the opening day of the competition, and then he will be done. Uh, It looks like he'll be playing with uh, rafa so yeah the Labor cup in london so roger in action again with rafa for one more time uh friday their time so that would be friday night early saturday morning uh here so no doubt people will be up watching that or taping it let's cross to america now we do it thanks to makita don't forget this season makita is helping you rule the outdoors chris perkins on the line morning to you chris Hey, good morning. Uh, Rafa and Roger playing together one last time. I can't imagine what
0: ticket prices are going to be.
1: Well, it is. In- I actually want to have a look at that as well. The Laver Cup in London, I think, is a fairly in- popular uh, event. But to have Roger and Rafa uh, playing with each other, that's just... It's, it, and it's a funny thing, isn't it, Chris, that for many, many years, for 10 or 15 years, these two are huge rivals... And now, the way it's turned out, they're going to be playing, or Roger's going to be playing his final game with him.
0: And it was a rivalry, yes, but it was a mutually Mm. respectful rivalry. They brought out the best at each other, didn't they, on the court? Oh, okay. And you you didn't hear a lot of crosswords, there wasn't anger involved. It was just two really good tennis players. Trying to beat the crap out of the
1: other guy <laughs> on the court. Yeah, well, exactly right. And some of those matches, and look, there there is so many matches um, that we can uh, talk about, but uh, just, uh, you just got, it's, it's just so many on the list that those two played against each other. And uh, you're right, Chris, I also think, and look, both of them great players in their own rights, but I think both of them being around at the same time probably brought a little bit better out of each, but a little bit more out of each. And we probably saw them probably better players than, look, they were still going to be great players, but probably maybe even a tiny bit better than what they were going to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it brought more eyes to tennis. It put the eyes on the tennis world. Everybody wanted to see Roger versus Rafa mm. at every slam, preferably in the final. So yeah. that's what we all tuned in for. And and that's what we tuned in the lead up to see if they would they would be on that collision course in that in that slam final and thankfully
1: we got a lot of them we did we did i'm just trying to find uh, how much tickets are so i'll keep working on that as we chat i imagine okay. yeah i imagine it would be Uh, Fairly expensive. If it's not already sold out, to be honest, that is another uh, big possibility uh, there as well. Now, uh, before we get on to what you were wanting to talk about, Thursday Night Football, um, and a bit on Aaron Judge as well, we were talking yesterday on the show, and there's been a story floating around rugby league for a little while. Well, it's been bubbling along for years. Um, And there is a local American competition, but um, there's been a lot of talk, especially this year, about moving one of our opening games of the 2023 season over to the USA. And there's been talk about playing it in LA and then in Chicago. I actually had a caller on the open line yesterday, Chris, who's been here for 25 years, um, but is originally from America, big rugby league fan, um, now that he's been here for all that time. But he said playing it in Chicago would be a very bad idea just because of the weather and how cold it is. Um, I know you watch a bit of AFL and you keep your eye on the NRL as well. Chris, do you think an Australian, uh, uh, for want of a better use, assault on the American sports market would work? Uh, Look, I think there is no doubt that the NRL and, of course, the AFL as well would love to be able to uh, get somewhere into that American market. Um, And I said yesterday that you would probably have to play the games to start with where a lot of the expats are from Australia. But is there any chance of either rugby league or AFL becoming a hugely popular sport in America? Do you think they could somehow do that?
0: With all due respect to the the NRL, the AFL would stand a better chance, I think. Mm. Because there's more of a history with the AFL in the United States. We have a, you know, we have an amateur league. We have an amateur footy league here, AFL league over here. It's been running for 25 years. Mm. Uh, be- before that, ESPN in its infancy, one of the one of the big one of the one of the first sports they carried was the VSL, mm. even before it became really the AFL. Uh, that's how we got exposed to Australian rules football was through ESPN in the early eighties. In fact it there was such a it was such a, a cult hit for sports fans. Johnny Carson made jokes about it on the Tonight Show. <laughs> mm. That that was how ESPN kind of knew, okay, we're we're kind of a player now. Mm. And he, he was making jokes in reference to Australian rules football. On the Tonight Show, which was watched by millions, mm. uh, the AFL I think would stand a better chance. To, it's it would be easier for the NRL to come over, and the NRL has a presence as well. It's on television over here, like mm. the AFL is, mm. in, in the same mid, middle of the nighttime slot typically mm. on uh, on one of the Fox Sports networks. But mm. uh, the AFL, because it has that following, they they would have better a better chance of success. The problem is. We don't have the grounds that can hold an AFL game like we would be able to with the NRL. We could play an NRL game in any of a thousand stadiums in this country, from high school to college to NFL stadiums. We don't have that infrastructure for the AFL simply because the field is bigger and it wouldn't fit at any of our football stadiums.
1: So. Yeah. Me
0: personally, I'd like to see the AFL come over. If the NRL takes a wants to take a shot and bring it over, I, I say go for it. I think they'd find success, but the the AFL would probably be in a better position to find that success if they can find a place to play.
1: Yeah, and there is a local American League in America in terms of rugby league, uh, founded in two thousand and eleven, and. Uh, obviously, uh, a lot of the—I I, suppose—a lot of the expats are involved in that. I just think, look, there's been mass debate on whether it happens or not. I don't think it—it it will. Uh, look, I think it could. I think they could easily take a game over there. There's a test match played over there. There's been a couple of test matches, and you are right. The one thing the NRL does have over the AFL, um, Chris, is the fact. Uh, of of the fact that we can play at a lot of the grounds where the, where the AFL um, can't. But, yeah, would be interested to see uh, if it would um, uh, work um, and how many people would... Uh, look, I think the other thing is, I think, Chris, you would get a lot of people maybe along to a few matches. Whether you could make it sustainable for a long period of time, you don't know. Of course, the USA, of course, uh, involved, I'm pretty sure, in this year's Rugby League uh, World Cup. So uh, they'll be involved there. Now, one more thing before we get to what we were going to talk about with you. And, uh, look, you may not have an answer to this, but we were talking about a name you'd actually be very uh, well familiar with, Russell Crowe. Of course, uh, a big-name actor. He's the co-owner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs as well. Um, And he'd be another one that would be uh, very important to get the message about rugby league out in America if it was ever uh, to happen. Uh, He's in Ireland at the moment, though. Uh, filming a film, um, and he's going to miss his team uh, getting in potentially to the grand final, um, and he probably won't be able to come back to Australia for the grand final. So, Chris, is there a sporting event that you have missed to go to a social engagement, or, Chris, is there a social engagement you have missed to either attend or watch a sporting event? Does anything come to mind?
0: Nothing comes to mind... Uh, I can imagine that that is an issue. I mean, fall in this country it's a bad time for weddings mm. I mean you know fall especially Saturdays in the fall Yes uh, in a lot of cases in the south because college football is Saturday is on Saturday over here mm-hmm. and that that engenders a lot of discussion uh, around weddings in general you' uh, probably not the best idea to do it at this time or mm. you know we got to worry about, uh when our team is playing or you know who's going to show up because they've got tickets for this certain game so yeah it, it's it is definitely an issue for me personally i can't off the top of my head think of one yeah. where where i've uh, canceled something or missed something to to attend or watch a sporting event but i do know it happens
1: I said, uh, just like you were saying about uh, the fall, I was saying uh, that anyone that gets married in September, in particular in Australia, uh, when you have the NRL and AFL finals, uh, not a really good idea. And I know so many people that do it as well, especially people that do it on grand final day. And it's not like, and we'll get to uh, your topics in a minute, but it's not like uh, you don't know when these events are. Now, if you don't care about sport, I I get that, but you you would say that if you're going to have a wedding of what, 50, 60 people coming to the game, uh, coming to the wedding, you'd know at least half of them would have an interest in sport, if not more. Um, so, yeah, September weddings, maybe we should ban them. Uh, now, Aaron Judge, what's the latest on him? Well,
0: uh, he, he made history last night, uh, ninth inning, bottom of the ninth inning, and again, the Yankees ultimately won 9-8 to eight on a walk-off grand slam. Aaron Judge hit his sixtieth home run. Mm. It was a solo shot, made the game, made it a three run game in the bottom of the ninth inning, which set the table for the walk-off Grand Slam that came later. But he became the sixth player in major league history to ever hit sixty home runs in a season. Joined Babe Ruth, Roger Maris, too uh, Babe Ruth is certainly a Yankee legend. Roger Maris, also a Yankee back in the uh, back in the sixties. Uh, also joined Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds in the sixty single in the single season sixty home run club. So yeah. uh, he's still got fifteen games left uh, to break what is the American League record, which is Maris hitting sixty one back in nineteen sixty one. Uh, I would think he's going to be able to do it at, at his season long pace. Sixty home runs in just under one hundred and fifty games. You'd think he could get another five or six, probably take that American League record up to 66. Bonds is 73, is probably safe, barring a massive hot streak in the last two weeks. Yeah. But you know, the fact he's gotten to 60 and he's going to get past Maris for the new American League record, that is an accomplishment. And, the key, and for him, the, the argument now becomes, okay, this could be the greatest single-season home run, home run total in history yeah. that's clean. Because Sosa, McGuire, and Bonds, all three of them had PED controversies in their careers.
1: Yeah, uh, very, very interesting. And of course, uh, the weekend, well, it sort of starts uh, now, kind of. It's a public holiday here in Australia today uh, to mourn the passing of the Queen. People uh, in Melbourne who don't, don't listen to this show, but people in Melbourne um, get four days off. They get today, they get the AFL Grand Final at The parade day off, I suppose they called it, and then, of course, Saturday and Sunday. In New South Wales, tomorrow is a work day, Chris, but I I tend to think uh, that there'll be a few people deciding to take tomorrow off as well. Uh, But Thursday night football starts another big weekend of the NFL. Yeah, that's
0: tomorrow night uh, over here. So we get a couple of days of breather between the Monday night games, which were an absolute snore fest. Mm. Uh, We get Tuesday and Wednesday off the football and then Thursday, we're back into week three, and we get a really good Thursday night football game and in terms of two teams that really hate each other. You know, we talked about Rafa and Roger being friendly rivals. Pittsburgh and Cleveland, uh, no, they are not friendly rivals. Uh, th- this game's going to be fun for a multitude of reasons. Of course, Cleveland's coming off their... Their heartbreaking loss to the Jets, mm. the Steelers, they're also one-and-one. And, one. and there's quarterback questions in Pittsburgh now. When when, or do they uh, bring in the rookie, bring in Kenny Pickett, the first-round draft pick from the University of Pittsburgh, and make him the starting quarterback? That's always been the expectation. It's going to happen at some point. There's now rumblings that it may be sooner rather than later. So I will, we'll see what happens. Bottom line is this game tomorrow. If you're watching, if you're watching the Steelers and the Browns, watch for liberties being taken, as in some cheap shots. Uh, of what they call play, maybe maybe not cheap shots. Maybe I went too far there, but playing through the echo of the whistle is the saying we use over here. And if it really gets uh, gets a little testy. Maybe some punches being thrown, although anybody who throws punches at somebody wearing body armor, uh, you deserve what's coming to you.
1: Uh, yeah. Well. Yes. Uh, yeah. Exactly. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Right. Um. And I was just having a look at uh, while you were talking there. Just having a look at at Labour Cup tickets in London for Rogers last match. You won't believe it, Chris. Or maybe you will. Um. But they've just gone on. Some of them are already sold out. But I'm just trying to get, uh, single tickets. And obviously, I'm not flying over there in the space of uh, twenty four hours. But, uh. The site is down for maintenance at the moment, so I'm not entirely sure what that means. it's now Shocker. saying I know. I'm now. It's now saying I'm in a queue. But last time I was in a queue, uh, I didn't get tickets either. So uh, maybe it is sold out, or maybe they've just decided yeah. to put the website down for maintenance.
0: Check the secondary markets, Ticketmaster, StubHub, any of any of those secondary markets. Uh, you might find a handful of tickets on sale. The price, I'm sure would
1: shock you. It's funny as I I let you go, Chris. uh, The USA, by the way, unfortunately, I got that wrong. They're not in this year's Rugby League World Cup. They have featured in the past. Um, uh, Speaking of the Rugby League World Cup, I was on uh, Facebook last night on my memories um, or Twitter, and it came up that I brought tickets two years ago yesterday for the Rugby League World Cup that was supposed to be held in 2021. It is now only three weeks away from starting. I think it's the longest time, and I'm not going to an event there and getting for another probably... Eight <laughs> weeks. I think it's the longest time I've held tickets to an event and not actually been there. I think by the time I get there in November at Old Trafford, it will be I think probably two years, two months since I brought them. So let's just hope, Chris, nothing goes wrong in the next seven or eight weeks. Can you hope? Cross your fingers for yeah. me.
0: No pandemics
1: between now and November. Gotcha. Yes, I'll exactly. Do my best. No, no more COVID. Thank you, Chris. Enjoy your weekend of sport. We'll chat again next Tuesday. Have a good day. Chris Perkins in America. Interesting uh, what he said there in terms of uh, the NRL and the AFL in America. It is 24 minutes to 6 o'clock. One more uh, for you to buy into on this Thursday morning before a break. Uh, Mitchell Moses, of course, going to be very, very important uh, for his team tomorrow night against the North Queensland Cowboys. Um, But the clock is ticking as Parramatta and the West Tigers piece together an ambitious November 1 plan aimed at reuniting Luke Brooks and Mitchell Moses in the halves. The Tigers continue to aim high under the leadership of Tim Sheens, Benji Marshall and Robbie Farrar. Having contacted Braith and Nasta to inquire about Cameron Munster, it can be revealed that the Tigers are spoken about making a move for Moses, who is off contract at the end of next season, but free to sign with rival clubs from November 1. The plan would also likely involve Brooks, given the pair of close mates who played lower grades together at the Tigers. They went their separate ways at the end of 2017, but Tigers officials are eyeing off a union as they look to give Marshall the tools to succeed when he takes over at the start of 2025. Now, Benji Marshall has personally reached out to Mitchell Moses to make him aware of the club's interest, and contrary to reports, he has the backing of the club as they look at bringing the Eels' number seven Back to the West Tigers. And Eels have a fight on their hands. Aside from the Tigers, at least two other clubs have expressed an interest in signing Moses after November 1. His future has been simmering and is set to heat up after Parramatta, season's come, Parramatta season comes to an end. Uh, if Moses can lead the Eels to the final uh, weekend of the season, his price will skyrocket. He is already expected to enter the multi-enter um, the million dollar bracket when he negotiates the new deal from 2024. His current contract includes a healthy base figure, but only enters the seven figure bracket should he lead the club to a title. Of course, only two wins away from that at the moment, and Brooks's future could also hinge on whether the Tigers are successful in convincing Moses to return. Uh, your thoughts on this, Tigers fans? Would you like to see Mitch Moses back? at the West Tigers, I know sometimes he's a bit maligned, isn't he, Mitch Moses? But you can see how important he is to that Parramatta club when he is not there. Uh, When he is not there, they do suffer. Um, And a lot of people are saying as well that regardless of how good Mitch Moses may or may not be, that after this season, Parramatta's premiership window potentially is closing anyway. Now, I'm not going to say going to the Tigers, he'll be any more of a chance to win a competition probably less but it will be interesting tigers fans would you like to see mitch moses back at your club and Parramatta fans would you be doing anything to retain the services of mitch moses i think we've seen over many many years now how important he is to that paramatta eels club 0457 736 736. tigers fans would you pay mitchell moses a million dollars plus to come back to the west tigers and Parramatta fans, would you pay him that much to stay at the Parramatta Eels? And where else could he go? Oh uh, four five seven seven three six seven three six or one 1170 01 Also this morning, on the back of Russell Crowe, it looks like he's going to be missing out on the Souths prelim, and if they are to make the grand final, he'll be missing out on that as well. What sporting event have you missed that um, to go to a social engagement? What social engagement have you missed for a sporting event? 0457 736736 736 or 1300 0011170. 70. And on the back of Joseph Swaldi uh, pledging uh, to commit to Samoa in this year's Rugby League World Cup, would you have the laws changed in terms of if players are going to commit to sides like Samoa and Tonga? that they can't play State of Origin in the future? Or do you think it's fine and we just keep growing the international game, which I think is very important? What would you do? Are you happy with it? Would you change the rules? 0457 736 736 1300 01 so your text in a second. It's 20 to 6. Nice to have your company on this uh, Thursday morning. 0457 736 736 or 01 11 70 asking you what... Uh, sporting events? Have you missed due to a social engagement, or what social engagement have you missed due to a sporting event? James on the text on 0457 oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I uh, said I missed. This is AFL related. I missed Melbourne Football Club's first grand final in fifty-eight years to attend. Uh, well, it wasn't. uh he says. Well, nothing. uh because of COVID. Yes. Well, he didn't have a social engagement. Um. But it was during lockdown, wasn't it? Uh, and it was, it yeah. So, uh, not, and not even played in Melbourne to support it. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine supporting your team for 58 years? Um, even if you haven't been supporting them for 58 years, but it's been 58 years between titles. They make the grand final. They win the grand final. And what can you do to celebrate? Nothing. You're locked in your home because of COVID. Uh, thank you for the text, uh, James. And Jason says, I've not missed any sporting events. Because I schedule everything in my diary and nothing is more important than sport. Yeah, fair enough. Um, He also says, I'm not a West Tigers fan, but I would move heaven and earth to get Mitchell Moses to the club from Parramatta. Yeah, look, I I think uh, Moses would be a very, very big part of of that West Tigers club if they can get him. Um, Parramatta will obviously want him to stay. Uh, Daily Cherry Evans has revealed that he considered quitting Manly after his bombshell claimed there was a political agenda at the club to have him sacked a seagull skipper. Now, Cherry Evans opened up about his horror final months at Manly as uh, he prepares to lead Australia's Prime Minister's uh, 13 into battle against PNG on Sunday at Suncorp Stadium. Played 283 games for Manly, he addressed explosive rumours he didn't get on with the club's Polynesian contingent, his relationship with Des Hasler, and the personal toll for calls of him to be axed as captain. He said, I'd be lying to say it didn't cross my mind. People just wanted to cause uncertainty. I know that sounds ridiculous. How could people at one club want to rip the place apart? But unfortunately, that is the situation we have at Manly. Those things I can't control. After those things came out, once you have the conversation with people within the club and how unrealistic these comments were, I feel really comfortable about where I stand. It just reassured me that what I'm doing at this club is the right thing. Uh, The love I have for this place hasn't changed. I'm going to continue to try and get Manly back to finals next year and finish my career there. But, yeah, sensational stuff there uh, that he was thinking uh, of leaving. Uh, Just rumours, he said. Um... And uh, no real issue, well, no issues uh, with anyone. And he is confident he has the support of a new chief executive and is determined to lead the Seagulls to research it next season. Also, backing Des Hasler to hit back as coach of the Manly sea Eagles. So. Yeah, that's not good that he was thinking of leaving Manly, but he will stay there and hopefully be there for the remainder of his career at 12 and a half to six o'clock. Now, now you would have heard on breakfast yesterday morning, if you're listening through SEN 1170 AM with Fossey and James Magnussen, Um, the story uh, about Hawthorne, that report that came out, just uh, awful, awful Um allegations coming out of that. Well, there's been a few more things about uh, that coming out or uh, what uh, the report has caused. Firstly, Alistair Clarkson, he won't begin his role at North Melbourne uh, as planned on November 1, pending an investigation by Hawthorne into the club's treatment of First Nations players. Uh, The four-time premiership coach, though, has said he refutes any allegation of wrongdoing or misconduct as laid out in the report. Um... So in a statement, uh, Clarkson, like Brisbane coach uh, Chris Fagan, said he had not spoken, uh, he was not spoken to for the report. He said, The health, care and welfare of our players, staff and their families were always my highest priorities during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I was therefore shocked by the extremely serious allegations reported in the media earlier today. I was not interviewed by the authors of the report commissioned by the club, nor have I been provided with a copy of the report. I was not afforded any due process and I refute any allegation of wrongdoing or misconduct and look forward to the opportunity to be heard as part of the AFL external investigation. I have today contacted the president of the North Melbourne Football Club and we have mutually agreed that I will step back from my responsibilities at the club so I can fully cooperate in the investigation. Clarkson could not begin his new role at North Melbourne until November 1 due to his previous contract with Hawthorne. And Chris Fagan as well, the Brisbane coach, he's stood down pending an, um, an AFL investigation into the treatment as well of the Indigenous players and their families in his time at Hawthorne. Um, The Lions on Wednesday confirmed Fagan would step down from his position as senior coach while the league speaks with former Hawthorne Indigenous players after those uh, allegations. So we will see what that the Lions said Fagan would cooperate fully with the league investigation. Just a horrible story coming out of the AFL and... I suppose, uh, you know, on a lighter note, it does take away a lot from the NFL Grand Final that's only two days away. Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 011170. It is 10 to 6. Sure is. It's six to six breakfast, not too far away. This is from the Chook Man. He says, Hi, Dan. I think if you want to play Origin, you have to commit to the Kangaroos. Cheers, to the Chook Man. Yeah? Look, I understand that point of view as well, and I think it should probably and may well change over the next couple of years. Socceroos in action tonight. We'll discuss it more with John Gallo tomorrow morning. They play New Zealand in a friendly, bit of a warm up to the World Cup at Suncorp Stadium. Kickoff at 8 p.m tonight, um, and then they play on Sunday afternoon at Eden Park. We'll talk about that with John tomorrow. Bad news in terms of tennis for Australia's Daria Seville. You may have seen this on Twitter. Uh, She has torn her ACL in a brutal fall at the Pan Pacific Open, uh, leading her opponent Naomi Osaka to rush to her aid. Uh, So, you could hear the 28-year-old say, my knee as Osaka quickly uh, tried to look after her, and she previously injured her ACL in 2013 under going major knee surgery to repair the damaged ligament. Yeah, really disappointing for Daria Seville. Has a lot of talent, uh, but has had a lot of injuries and now has done her ACL again. So we wish her a speedy recovery and see her back on court as quick as possible. Thanks for your coming today. Breakfast with Fossey and Brandy coming up through SEN 1170 AM through SEN Q69 3 AM and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. It's Patton Heels. I'll catch you tomorrow for the Friday show. Charlie Goodsert, John Gallo will join me 5 a.m.
0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's
1: skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, stuff is helping mental health too. Find stuff at Woolworths or visit website of websiteofstuff.com. Dot com.